Wade, um, you could hear me. We're reacting to a Baylor loss to Texas State. I'm reacting much like I used to react to a to a, those rare Cowboys losses under you. It's uh, great to have you on the show. How are you doing? I am not hearing. Wade, Wade, do you have me? I got you. Oh, good. Wade Phillips um, joining the Matt Mosley Show. It's great to have you, Wade. And as you could hear, I'm reacting to this Texas State loss. I, you were you were focused on the Cougars in UTSA. I don't know if you've yeah. gotten to see any any film or any highlights of this, Wade. Texas State showed up with a six-seven quarterback named T.J. Finley, and they lit up the Bears. And it was not like they snuck into town. It was like they schemed them up and and just <laughs> stuck it to them and controlled both sides of the line of scrimmage. I mean, it was. If I weren't a Baylor alum, uh, it would have been you know pretty dang impressive. I of course am seeing the wrong end of this thing, but uh, Wade, you would have been very impressed with the Bobcats what they put out there. Well, it sounds like it, yeah. I mean, to beat a team like Baylor that early, early in the season, and uh, wow, and and right, his first year there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. GJ oh, Kinney GJ, at age yeah. thirty-four. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I saw him <laughs> play, I guess, but uh, yeah, he's he's well. He got after. He did great at uh, at the Incarnate Word too, though. So. What what at thirty at age thirty four? What stop were you on? Because you were at a very early age, like twenty seven. You were with the Oilers, coaching the linebackers, and then I think you took over the defensive line. What would you right. have been doing at age thirty four? Uh, thirty four. I was the defensive coordinator of the Saints. Okay, so you were already had a a big job there with the. Uh, uh, with the Saints, but uh, it is uh, – when, when did you – Wade, when did you feel like you were ready to to be a head coach? Was it like right around then? Because it wasn't that long after that, I guess, you got your first head coaching job. In fact, it happened – did you have an interim? Did you coach some games for the Saints? And then, and then of course – I did. Yeah, did, and then yeah. you ended up with the Broncos. What, how old were you when you when you became a head coach? Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, well, yeah, the full-time head coach was, uh, let's see, <laughs> trying to figure it out, uh, <laughs> 37, I think, 30, wow. 37, 38, you know, right in there. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and there you were, but, uh, those, uh, but, but wait, I was so excited to get you on to talk about your experience the other night, um, seeing those Oilers throwback uniforms on the cougars i mean this was a this was this was like a this is your life kind of moment because it's like an honoring your dad but also the place where your dad was coaching and you were playing so it's your alma mater um and then they're in oiler uniforms did it it was it almost a little surreal or it, to me it had to be almost a little confusing for folks to be looking at oilers uniforms but having to remind themselves they were watching the houston cougars yeah i mean university of houston oilers i mean <laughs> <laughs> you know yes yeah, so, yeah and i you know yeah i went to school and played it played the u of h and then coaching with my dad with the oilers so yeah it was a 
to see those uniforms playing again. Although uh, I think the Titans are going to play mm-hmm. uh, play in them again this year. Uh, when they play, in fact, when they play the Texans, I believe. But mm-hmm. uh, but the the Titans still, and I I, I do think. I think it's the last time you'll see it from the University of Houston because I've I've heard that the NFL doesn't want them, doesn't want teams to copy that. So, okay, well, that's a rumor. They, I don't know if that's true or not. But can you imagine how much merchandise they could have sold the other night had they had <laughs> I it? I think they're trying to get the licensing taken care of. But I mean, that place was packed. It seemed like, and I think I think half the crowd would have would have purchased some oil, some of those Oilers jerseys. Yeah, it's amazing, you know, uh, that, that well, especially the young people, you know, because some of them don't remember the Oilers or don't remember those lovely blue days. So, uh, But I was surprised at the excitement of, you know, yeah, the Oilers look, uh, people getting behind it, and especially young, younger people. What did you? Uh, what was your attire? Talking to Wade Phillips, who was at that game the other night, along with uh, a lot of other uh, uh, famous uh, former Cougars. I, I think I saw you had the the Oilers uh, ball cap on. Did you? Did you kind of reach back in the closet no, and? No. What, what did you go they, with? Actually, they gave those out. Okay. Uh, those, those hats, which were lovely blue with the Houston. Said Houston on them, but I wore a uh, uh, Love You Blue Oiler with an Oil Derrick uh, shirt. So uh, <laughs> that's what I wore. Yeah, I started to wear my boots and, and my and my cowboy hat, but uh, but maybe I will next time if they do it again. We'll see. Yeah, I happen to have your book in front of me as we're talking, and I see. Uh... Let's let's sell a few books while we're doing this. Son of Bomb by Wade Phillips with Vic Carucci, who's a friend of both of ours. But um, there's uh, uh, Laurie, your wife, who's great. Uh, there's a photo in here, and um, I don't know why you're not smiling. She looks very happy in this photo. And in the in the uh, it says just a couple of urban cowboys, and oh, y'all yeah. got w- western shirts on, cowboy yep. hats. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where this might have been, but um, uh, I, I, but you said you were speaking in the book about the culture about that time. It all it also had something to do with like um, like the urban cowboy movie with John Travolta came yeah, out. Sure, <laughs> Did, yeah. that kind of played well, a role in it, didn't it? Yeah. Well, my dad was original. You know, he wore a cowboy hat on the sidelines, so you know. That started catching on, and then uh, people were seeing it, and then all of a sudden, Urban Cowboy came out, and it got to be the trend, uh, especially in Houston, Texas. So, uh, so it fit right in with him, and I think that's why it all got together. Was, of course, he was a real cowboy. I mean, <laughs> he was, a, you know, he's a rancher and uh, uh, grew up uh, rodeoing and all those things. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it was uh, it was really interesting. To, to days those days were great, and, and it all fit in for Houston. There was an oil boom at the time, and uh, mm-hmm. you know it was uh, you know everything fit. And of course, of course, us coming back, and you know seventy seventy something eighty thousand people there when we lost was amazing. I, I've never been. I've been to a lot of games, and you know the crowd was loud and so forth, but. 
coming back from Pittsburgh when we lost, and we they, we we uh, we said we're going to go to the Astrodome after we lost, and there were all the players and said, "Hey, we you know, nobody's going to be there." And the and the, it was so crowded. I mean, you know, because they didn't they just let everybody in. So I no telling how many people were in there. And then uh, when they rolled that bus in there, man, and that crowd was so loud, it was uh, it's so unforgettable. It was an amazing experience. It's crazy that people still think of your dad so much in that era, and it was only, what, 75 to 80. I mean, Landry was with the Cowboys for nearly 30 years, yet that five-year period was the most definitive. Uh, that, that was just such a huge part of the Oilers' history that that's still what people turn to. Isn't, isn't that kind of remarkable that a, that a relatively small period – remains that iconic because most times people have to be at places you know like uh like landry or or some of these folks that stayed walsh uh you know chuck Knoll stay somewhere forever sure yeah yeah it did it was uh the timing was, was the big part of it and and you know the orders weren't winning before then so uh you know we lost two afc championship games to pittsburgh uh you know, and they won four out of six Super Bowls. They were in our division. So, <laughs> but, you know, that, uh, you know, and it all tied in when Earl Campbell came in. and We drafted him number one, and he was a, he was a rookie of the year and MVP <laughs> and leading rusher. So, I mean, you know, that, that, was, a, that, was, a, uh, that was an amazing feat. Nobody's ever done that, I don't think. I probably would never yeah. will. Did did your dad decide to? I mean, that's kind of wild that y'all were able to get Earl because you were sitting there, fairly. You know, like, I forget what it was. Y'all weren't sitting there at the top, and yet, right. and you made a big trade. We talk about the Herschel Walker trade, the Earl Campbell trade. I mean, y'all did give up quite a few draft picks. It's like a three, what two or three ones, and some twos, and maybe a third and a fifth. Um, it, I mean, it was a pretty big move to go get Earl, wasn't it? Yeah, at that time, I, you know, I mean, of course, you know, uh, Trey Lance finally went for three ones and something else. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, lately, but it, yeah, for that time, especially to give up, I think two ones and a, and a player and I think a third round pick too. So, um, but it, it was, yeah. Uh, of course, we we weren't even, you know, coaches scouted then too, you know, which they do now. But uh, my dad brought us in one day, and he said, "Let's talk about this guy right here." And he pointed at the top, you know, of our list, and it was Earl Campbell. And he said, "How many of you, how many of you guys have seen him?" You know, I hadn't, I hadn't watched him on on film or anything. I just, mm-hmm. you know, I knew he won the Heisman Trophy. And uh, so he he asked the scouts and the coaches there, and and several of them had seen him, you know, and and looked at him on the film. And they he said uh, he said, how many of you guys think that he's the best player that you've ever seen? And I'm thinking, what? I mean, you know, I'm thinking, I you know, and and several of the scouts, and and I remember King Hill who played in the NFL raised his hand. He was sitting right next to me. He raised his hand. And I said, what? I mean, the best. I said, King Hill, you played against, you know, Jim Brown and 
you know, on and on and all these. He said, he said, wait, he said, wait, my dad said, Hey, he said, uh, what do you think about him? And he said, is he the best player you've ever seen? And King Hill, I'll never forget, said, Coach, I can't say he isn't. And I went, what? <laughs> and sure enough, we drafted him. We traded for him and then drafted him. And, and King Hill was right. <laughs> yeah. He's the best player and, I've ever seen, I believe, since then, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, King Hill, what a name that is. Rice mm-hmm. and yep. from down there in the uh, old – I guess outside of Houston Lake, where is that? Near yeah, Lake Jackson Sport, yeah. or somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah, Sport, yeah, yeah down there. Was, Jackson, uh, right. was the old Baylor great C.O. Bricado? Would he have been in that he was room? One of them. He was, yes. He certainly was. There's a name from <laughs> the past, too. <laughs> and a character. He always, he always well, he built himself. Hand. He's one of them that raised his hand, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he built himself as the only Catholic at Baylor. When he was on, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him for sure. Yeah, what a what a. I like in the book too when you talk about like Pittsburgh being a trapping team, like how how incredibly hard it was for them to to stop them because they were so great at it with all the running backs, the blockers. I mean, they just had so many all pros. But as you told it, I think Curly Culp. When they tried to to use some of those wham blocks, or as you, as you refer to it, um, he yep. turned them away, and they did have to change their strategy a little bit. Yeah, against us they did for that for sure. Yeah, the wham block on the nose guard. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he 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 put him back in the backfield and made the play. But yeah, but the tra- what really helped him was. He, if you if you ran upfield like the rest of the passer, they were going to trap you, you know. So you had to kind of sit on the line to make sure it wasn't a trap, and then it's a pass, and then Bradshaw, you know, if Bradshaw had any time, he, you know, he, he he could get it to him. Of course, he had great receivers too. So, yeah, they had a great combination. Of course, that's why they won four out of six Super Bowls. That, and they had a great defense. I mean, but their offense is really good too. How are y'all going to be that next year? I mean, you know, everybody remembers it was just kind of crazy that they fired the staff, and that I think that had something to do with Bud Adams maybe not loving the fact that your dad had become so iconic, um, and everybody was kind of in love with him and that whole Love You Blue scene. Um, when you think about, like, who you still had on the team, where was where do you think that was – do you think the breakthrough would have happened, or what was the where where was the team headed at that point when y'all kind of uh, shockingly got fired after that? What was that the nineteen eighty season? You get beaten in a wild card playoff game against, I believe right. it was the Raiders. What was the right. um, where was it? Where Raiders, do you think that the, Ra- that, the Raiders yeah. who won the Super Bowl that year? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it was. I think part of it was just the disappointment because we'd been there before and, and uh, you know, we lose in a wild card game and, you know, just uh, all that kind of got negative for a while. They didn't look at the big picture, you know, and then, of course, after we get fired, like I said, Oakland wins the Super Bowl. So we lost we lost to the team that won the Super Bowl three years in a row in the playoffs, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. But, but they didn't know it at the time. Everybody – Mm-hmm. Overreacted. I think that was a big part of it. So, 
What what was it like um, being back with, around the Cougars? Do you you still have some old teammates who like to go to those okay. games? I mean, like I bet there was a lot of fun, familiar faces that you saw. Who were who were some of the folks that were kind of recognized? I mean, I I, I saw the list. You were you were the one I knew the most on the list. But there were some there were some great names along the way. Who were who were a couple of the folks that you got to see that, that, that was really neat to kind of reminisce with and everything? Yeah, well, the old ones, you're right <laughs> about the old part. But uh, uh, Elmo <laughs> Wright was there, you know. Uh, I actually talked with uh, Case Keenum a long time, you know. Oh, cool. Yeah, and, and he's a great guy. And, of course, with the Texans now. And, and uh, so I, I got to talk, I got to see him and talk to him. Uh, the area we were, I didn't, I didn't see that many. Uh, I heard they were there, but I didn't get to see mm-hmm. many of them. So, um, but I know uh, somebody said Pasarini was there, but I didn't know. Oh, I didn't wow. saw him. Oh. Wow. Did you? You were a young guy. Did you ever? Uh, I guess the coaches couldn't really fraternize with the the players. Did did uh, did Dan ever try to get you to go out on the town with him? I mean, he was kind of a noted. <laughs> nightlife type guy <laughs> yeah well i was i was married though so i mean i was you know <laughs> not all of them were married in those days so uh and pastorini certainly wasn't so uh but uh but actually we you know that that picture you saw was at, at a at a team party where we were in those cowboy hats and shirts and stuff mm-hmm. you know because my dad had you know he had we had a we had a Christmas party. We had a, a Halloween party. We had uh, uh, some other get-togethers where everybody just got together, you know. Which, you know, nowadays not many people do that. But uh, he always thought, you, you know, if you if you knew each other better, and and you know the, the the girlfriends and the wives and everybody being together, you know, he thought it helped team-wise, which I think it did. Now, what is Wade? What's your next uh, coaching stint? I mean, you're not a guy who likes to settle too much into retirement. I mean, I'm in fact Houston uh, Roughnecks um, head coach and 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 GM. I mean, it just it just continues on. Is that? I mean, what's what's how how's that going? And and uh, are you just still you still loving it? And and what do you where do you kind of see all that heading? Yeah, I love it. Obviously, you know, I mean, it's coaching. That's what I do. That's what I've done for a long time. And uh, the XFL's been good. They, uh, you know, we're going into our second season, which you know, I think it's going to always get better. But I, I think the players, uh, the caliber of play uh, was pretty good. We had we had a lot of guys. We had a lot of guys make the NFL roster this year. I think forty five or fifty, something like that. You know, so. Had a hundred and something signed with the NFL, and that, that's really what you know we're trying to do with those guys. Give them a give them a second chance or a chance that you know, or some of them had been hurt and didn't make the team and didn't have another opportunity. So it, it's a neat league that way. And then for me, you know, I got a coaching staff, and you know, I'm used to working with coaches and players. That's uh, that's fun part for me for sure. Do you uh, and Houston, you being Houston team too? So that's home. You, you find yourself watching more college football than ever to kind of to kind of get a feel for um, who you might want. 
I mean, I, obviously you did that when you were still coaching the NFL. Yeah. You had to look at film yeah. and everything. I don't know how much you had a chance to yeah. watch those games live, but I would imagine Saturdays you're kind of peeking around oh, yeah. and everything. No, Saturdays I, I watch football all the time my whole life. So, yeah, and, and I, uh, I've been to a high school game here the last two weeks on Friday. So, uh, you know, I, I love football. So, uh yeah, we yeah you know, our day off was really Saturday before a Sunday game, so or we were traveling and and we're there in time to watch uh, college football. So I've always watched college, and then and then now <clears throat> during the season we go to Minnesota because my son is the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. So we we're obviously really interested in them, and and we we went to a lot of their games last year, and and we'll again this year. Well, Wes is was one of my, you know, became we became friends, and I really do right. like, you know, watching his career as well. So please give him my best. Last thing, as it. former Cowboys head coach, um, Cowboys back to back twelve win named um, next year's champions all those years ago, uh, and then they finally broke <laughs> through. But they've kind of become that again, Wade. I mean, they obviously you had some really really talented teams that nearly broke through. Uh, they've now had back-to-back 12-win seasons. Is there anything from Dak, Micah Parsons, any of this team that makes you think this this could be the year they get over the hump? Or f- so far, they've just had too much trouble getting past this, San hey, Francisco. Hey, this is the year. <laughs> <laughs> but Philadelphia looks awful good to me too. So I mean, I think that'll be a, uh, their division battle will be tough. But. But no, they've they've got a uh, you know they've got a really good football team. They're winning games, and you know, but everybody wants to win it all. But it, I can guarantee, you it's not that easy to win it all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Was the was the Jerry Jones experience like way different than your other head coaching opportunities? You know, Denver. I mean, it's just the way Jerry did it just feel like you know. Um, you know, way different than anything you'd ever really experienced. Yeah, it's different, but I mean, it's, it has to be different because he's the he's the general manager. You know, none of the, none of the other owners mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are general managers. So, um, and and Jerry, I mean, Jerry has a probably a better football background of any of those owners. I mean, he played he played at Arkansas and was a good player, and and. Uh, once he got in it, he's been general manager the whole time. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's got plenty of experience there. So, no, I mean, it was different that way. If you say, well, he's a, a owner, he's different as an owner. But as a general manager, he's, you know, he's a guy you worked with, you know, as a head coach. So, yeah, similar to every, every team has, has that. Well, he never did come down there and try to tell you anything. He actually did approach Jason, I think, at one point. <laughs> it gave him it gave him a little advice during a game, so I don't remember you having to experience no. that. No, he, he, he let me coach, and I let him be the general manager, so I think that's great. Yeah, yeah, and that was very cool, by the way, to see DeMarcus and, you know, just different people. Oh, oh. Uh yeah, yeah, you've you've had some great great players over the years, but there's one of them right there, and it was neat to hear his speech. And obviously, he thinks the world of you, and always loves seeing you get recognized in that way. Well, Wade, it was uh, fun to catch up with you. I hope you've had a good Labor yeah, Day, 
And uh, yeah. uh, we love, love having you on. Yeah, well, you bet. Thanks. Great talking to you again, Matt, as always. And uh, Bears, we got to bounce back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get your bear claw up. Help us out. Yeah, Utah, right. yeah. Utah yeah. coming into town. Tell Laurie I said hi, and, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you All soon. Right. Okay. All right, thanks. You bet. There he goes. Wade Phillips, former Cowboys head coach, former Broncos head coach. Uh, Texans and Bron- he's been defensive coordinator for several franchises, and uh, of course the Bills head coach. But great to visit with uh, Wade. All right, we continue on.